0: Hey guys, Connie here from the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast, a podcast that's not about gardening or growing marijuana. I wanted to bring you a pretty cool update. I am going to be airing a show from a fellow Christian podcaster on October 9th. It's going to be awesome. I have been collaborating with the amazing Yvette Walker from the Positively Joy podcast. And we have been working together and we are going to be supporting each other in our endeavors. And guys, I just want to say she's pretty incredible. I have met with her via Zoom a couple times here. I've done an interview with her. She's just a really... Awesome believer. She is going to be allowing me the privilege of putting on my show on October 9th an episode that she did with a COVID survivor. It's going to be an awesome experience. What a relevant thing to talk about, huh? A COVID survivor on the show on October 9th. It's going to be interviewed by Yvette Walker. Now listen, the time that this episode was uh, airing, it, her podcast was called Finding Joy. She since then has revamped and her website and her show, guys, you talk about professional, it's it's out, it's wow, awesome. Now, Yvette Walker has a Facebook community called Positively Joy and a website positivelyjoy.com. I do hope that you will go over and if you are looking for practical ways and encouragement To help you find Joy every day, no matter what's going on in your life, you should head over to find her on Facebook, search Positively Joy, and go to the website, PositivelyJoy.com. And on her website, there are things like blogs, stories, her podcast, and also things like Bible journaling. Who doesn't love Bible journaling? If you don't love Bible journaling, then, you know, it's kind of like not liking chocolate. So anyway, come listen to the episode on October 9th from Yvette Walker from the Positively Joy podcast. Thanks. Now on to our show. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I hope you've had a great week. I have been doing so much better this week. It is just not even funny. I am thrilled. I'm back to my old self, mostly, and I'm healing up nicely, and I am much more clear, not being on those miserable pain meds. So today, I wanted to talk about um, a subject. It's a it's a little bit of a difficult subject to talk about, and to come up with words to say that would maybe be adequate to express my heart about it and uh, the reason that it's an important topic. The topic is actually insensitivity. And I know that maybe that kind of ruffles some feathers like, ooh, you know, but I think it's an important topic. And I guess, I don't know, maybe I'll end up doing two little episodes on it. We'll just have to play it by ear. But today... My heart is going out to people that are dealing with a lot of insensitive people in their life. And they're being bogged down by that. And insensitivity is tricky because I think every one of us suffers from being insensitive um, to some varying degree you know, in our life, in our, in our day-to-day life. And I'm not talking about um, sensitive and insensitive in the way of, oh, that person's super emotional, they're so sensitive, or they're insensitive, they're, you know, idiots and don't know their, you know, hand from their foot. I'm talking about the day-to-day issues in life that come from us being so self-absorbed And focused on us and our life that people that we love or that we are acquainted with or that are getting plugged into our churches or that are coming to our groups or whatever it is, get hurt in the process and fall through the cracks. Because we aren't focused enough outwardly to be able to Protect other people's hearts in the process. So I have different friends. And they're going through different things. But this common theme um, when I talk to my friends here lately has been dealing with insensitive people. And so I kind of wanted to speak to that. To whoever out there right now is feeling overlooked. Forgotten. Disrespected. Um, not seen, not heard, not valued, all of these things are consequences and and actions of when insensitivity takes place. So how would I define insensitivity, Um, being insensitive? I would define it as being too inwardly focused to notice the needs of others around you. And sure, you could argue, and this is immediate where, immediately where my mind goes. When I when I talk about something, it's like I can see or sense all of the arguments out there as to the different stances that you could take on something. And, and I know that that's what we like to do. Nobody likes to be called out to the carpet, whatever. I get it. But if you're listening to this podcast, I have to believe you're not listening because You think that I'm squishy and like I always have a really easy message. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably wanting to really follow hard after the Lord and you are entertaining the idea that that only happens when you change and if you can accept the things that you need to do differently and yada, yada, yada. So I believe in sensitivity is being too inwardly focused to notice the needs of those around you. And when that happens, people get hurt. It's that plain and simple. It's a big deal because like, let's say somebody comes into a church for the first time in 10 years. They have lived a bad life. They don't look like the rest of the churchgoers with all of the nice clothes and the fancy cars. Not saying all churchgoers have nice cars and fancy clothes, but in this analogy, they do. And so here comes this person, and you can just tell they've been wrung out by life. And they come in and they get taken by the cold man in the hallway to the classroom because that's his job, not what he wants to be doing, but it's his job in church that Sunday is to be the bringing you into the class person. And so this person... Walks in the class, and all the eyes turn to this person, and they introduce, you know, publicly, like they always do. This is Betty Joe. And everyone looks Betty Joe up and down with their eyes, like everyone does when there's a newcomer. And hi, Betty Joe. And then it's like immediately they turn back and they start having their conversations. And Betty Joe feels the weight of that and she interprets it as i don't belong here why did i set foot back in the in the church this was stupid i could kick myself filled with shame and fear and she kind of waddles over or walks over if waddles a bad word and she sits by herself and nobody else says a word to her And then Sunday school's over, she goes into the church service, nobody says hi, everybody's got their people from her perspective. She's looking in, everyone's around, everyone that has friends, they're all happy, and she's just walking lonely down the aisle, continuing to say, once this is over, I'm never coming back. And then when Betty Jo leaves the church that morning, nobody A really even knew she was there. And B, nobody knew she left. And C, nobody cared that she's never coming back. So these, this is a problem with insensitivity. Am I saying that everyone is malicious and they meant to force Betty Jo out and make her never come back? No, I'm not saying that. But when we are insensitive, when our answers are insensitive, when our responses are insensitive, When our invitations to parties are insensitive, people get hurt and people matter. People's hearts matter. The stages of maturity that another believer is in or not in matters. And when they are met with insensitivity as the overarching theme, that can be very detrimental It can be detrimental to someone that's already a Christian. And it can wreck the faith of someone that is considering wanting to know more about Jesus. And you may say, well, that isn't fair that you put that burden on me. I'm not putting this burden on you. This burden is biblical. The burden that you are to... Open up your arms and to be outwardly focused and to love your neighbor as yourself and to greet those that come into the church building and to walk with people as disciples. All of that is biblical. Nowhere in there does it say, well, if you make friends at church and you're comfortable, you're doing it right. No, the church is called to bring in people. Uh, you know, there is any form of gathering, but especially the church. We are called to be the ones that reach out, and yet we are so often the ones that click click up in our little click groups, and nobody can come in, and nobody else outside of that little click group is seen, and I will tell you that I have met numerous people that that has been kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, and yes, there is responsibility For the person that walks away from the church. There absolutely is responsibility. But there's responsibility for us. We will face that at some point in our life. Most likely and when we meet Jesus. We will be judged for how we treated the people that he led to the church. Or his flock that was already there. We are not off the hook because it's the other person's responsibility to not leave church or to not be too overly sensitive. We are called to be loving. And being loving means to be looking outward of ourselves, of our own needs, of our own comforts, of our own securities, and pulling other people in so that they can share in that fellowship. They can share in the beautiful understanding that they matter too, because you feel that you matter when you have friends, when you go into a Sunday school room and you don't sit alone because other people have pulled you in, that's where I feel like the true learning about God and, and walking in his truth and light comes from. And the problem isn't malicious intent, it's self-focus. We have got to become more aware aware That we are too inwardly focused. That we forget the commitments we make. That we forget to reach out to people. That new people we do not welcome. We don't ask about them. And those new people may be in great need of some encouragement. And so what do we do with this? What do you do you do with the fact, if you're sitting here listening to this, if you've gotten through it this far of me talking about being insensitive what do you do if you're the insensitive person am i saying that you need to go and make a big hairy deal about it and make yourself look like a loser and no no but i do think that if you you know based on what i've said if the lord is telling you that you have um, trouble with being insensitive. And if you do, then the first thing to do about that is to confess it, ask for forgiveness, and ask the Lord then to begin to make you aware. And then from that point, you watch as he begins to open your eyes and to show you, the people around you, That you need to be ministering to. That you need to be welcoming. That you need to just put your arm around them. You don't have to be full of knowledge to not be an insensitive jerk. You don't have to have the right thing to say. It doesn't have to be this perfect setup to not be an insensitive jerk. All you have to do is be willing to reach out your hand to sit by them. If they're crying and they're in a bad way to say, I don't know what to say. Be honest, but sit with them. I mean, those things do a world of good. But when we just ignore, because we're so inwardly focused, people get hurt. And this is something that shouldn't be happening. This is something that we should, as a church, as believers, When I say church, I am meaning and referencing believers. We should be able to get over this. This should be something that we catch and we deal with. Because it it matters. It matters that people are leaving the church in droves because nobody ever feels welcome. And if you need like a game plan, go to church every Sunday with the intention of every person that you don't know or that you haven't seen their face, you introduce yourself to them. And you're like, well, that's a real easy way to make it weird. But why should it be comfortable for you and not comfortable for Bob that came from The homeless shelter to come to church today. I mean, why is your level of comfort more important than Bob's? And when does it stop becoming, well, it's this person's fault or it's that person's fault? When will we as a body of believers accept our responsibility to be Christ-like? And it's not Christ-like if people are getting left out, feeling unseen and being wounded by our insensitivity. This is something we have to do different. So on to an encouraging note now. God still loves us, even if we're insensitive jerks. And it can be dealt with. We can do different. We can be forgiven. And we can become the most sensitive, loving, tender, grace-filled people ever. That's the encouragement about this, because it's true. And I hope that you, along with me, that you will join me, probably is a better way to word it, that you will join me in praying and confessing the sin of being insensitive to the needs of those around us. And for anyone listening out there that has been so wounded by insensitivity, Here in your past or recently, I want to apologize. I want to apologize for what you suffered and I want to plead with you to please not give up. Please continue to go to church, to go to your group, to go to whatever it is that you've been wounded and to keep showing up because you also have a responsibility before God to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And I want to just ask you not to give up because God will bring good out of this. He will bring good to anyone's life that is faithfully following after him, even when they're hurt and especially when they're hurt. So guys be of good courage, be of cheer With the power of Jesus, we can overcome every sin and hindrance that gets us down, and that's why life is hard, is because we are constantly bombarded with sin and trouble. And so, we have to act back, we have to respond back with our armor, and with our ability to confess the sin, which then allows for the forgiveness of the sin and the washing away of the sin and then we lift our heads and we move onward and outward because the victory is already ours. God has already paid for that and won that victory in that battle. And we just press on, constantly striving to be a better version of ourselves in light of the Holy Father. I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening and I cannot wait for next Friday.